What is 28? It's your girl Juice back with another Wild Lock Got Me Up the podcast. I'm here with my girl. Your favorite co host, Asia Lou. Yes, Asia's an unofficial uh, co host, but she is a co host. Uh, well, we ain't got, you know, Zimmy and Davina with us. But yeah, man, today we're going to talk about PCOS, and this is more for the girly, so. If you want the man followers, you might not understand this, or you have a girlfriend who has PCOS. Yes, I was gonna say. Yeah. I feel like guys should know, especially because it affects our reproductive health and sexual health. I guess it really is. They go hand in hand, so I feel like the guys should know too, so they can be more understanding of what happens with their girl because it it, it can affect them too. You it know, can. in a sexual way. Um. So if you don't know what PCOS is, polycystic ovarian syndrome. And uh, pretty much we're going to detail what that is and our stories with it. So if you have it yourself and you've been feeling like you're alone, sis, you're not. And we're also going to tell the men how to support you in the way that you need to be supported. Because I get supported very well. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you going to go with your story first? Yeah, so uh, with PCOS, um, so what a lot of people don't know, like, a PCOS has multiple types. So with my situation, it's insulin resistance. And so I had to deal with my doctors saying that you're pre-diabetic straight up. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I was like 15. And yeah, I'm a little bit bigger now. But back then, I wasn't as big. I actually had a crackhead situation. Skinny body, big head. Yeah, head big as hell. Big as hell. So I was like, you know what? I don't understand. But I was gaining a lot of weight at the time, and I was very active. Like I was a band. I was doing all those things. I was the mascot. So I was being mm-hmm. very active. Uh, but they said, okay, you're pre-diabetic. So what they're gonna do for you is we're gonna put you on metformin, a di- diabetic medication. In Within three months, it did knock me down. To, uh, I did lose 32 pounds in those three months. It was very fast. And if I could find that medication today, I would. But it was probably like... You gotta know, it I'm probably got to know. It's super expired. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I just didn't want to be on a medication for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I had to think about, like, there has to be something that helps me out. And plus, they wasn't explaining what my PCOS actually did. Mm-hmm. So also I didn't know it's about myself is that my tes- testosterone was very high. Like even growing up, I noticed that my figure, you know, I didn't have all the curves. Everything was just straight. So mm-hmm. as I got tested for that, it was like, well, your testosterone is very high. That's why you're building muscle and all this stuff like a man would pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm just like, okay. I mean, it doesn't bother me, per se, because I like how my body looks. But at the same time, it's just like, okay, how is that affecting my health at this point? Mm-hmm. So, with the those issues, since your testosterone is getting higher, that means you're getting stuff like men would. So, you're getting, like, hair loss. And hair loss was getting crazy because I started losing my hair on my sides and it was just getting to a point that I was like, okay, you're getting male pattern baldness mm-hmm. on your sides because the antigens that are in your body. Doing that oh, I'm trying to tell you, the antigens created a um, DHT. 
which creates the male pattern baldness. And so that's why I was getting that on the sides and stuff like that. And so I started taking DHT blockers to help that situation out. Now, in a natural way, I started to drink uh, spearmint tea, which, uh, which is something you also mm-hmm. did as well. But we're like two different because like you have hella hair. Compared to me, like I have good hair. I have hair too, but you always have like a long amount of hair. So like my hair thins out though. It's just so thick you wouldn't even notice. Yeah. But um, yeah, the size of my hair do the same thing. Um, and they said that it's actually genetic, but I was like, I think y'all have PCOS too because it is some some bigger back women in my family, and I do that they have PCOS. But it's just coming from an old school family. I don't think their daughters care enough to diagnose them or they didn't even care enough to look into that they just figured this is my body this is how my skin reacts to this to that and i'm just gonna deal with it you know what i'm saying so they just walk around with the hairy chins looking like miss pearly mm. they walk around you know what i'm saying heavy up top little on the bottom mm. not realizing where that stems from and they just they cool with it yeah they, they men cool with it so they cool and it's, it's a genetic thing, like... For sure. It's a genetic... It comes from your mom's side. Mm-hmm. And so... All of my first cousins actually don't have kids. I think I'm the only one that has a kid out of my first cousin. And, you know, my family's really big. Like, my mom was the youngest out of 13. So, you know, I'm the youngest grandchild. You know, I'm 26. My oldest cousin is in his 60s. Yeah, and before I did some deep research, like, hearing the fact that, like, Asia has it and stuff like that, and then the fact that she has a kid blew my mind. Because that was, like, a bigger situation. Like, if you have a higher testosterone, that means your estrogen is low. So, that means there's a good chance that you have, you know, fraternal Do y'all, do you issue. know why I actually was able to have GL? Well, that was a good And question. I'm going to tell you this right now. So, okay, so I had one of those I didn't know I was pregnant type stories. We're going to talk about that in another podcast. But it's I will true. say, yeah, that will be a crazy story. But I realized that um, at the time that I was sexually active, I ended up taking a plan B. And the plan B, plan B actually delays your ovulation. So it actually made me ovulate because it gave me that synthetic progesterone, however you pronounce it. So I guess it was just wrong place, wrong time type of thing. So I just happened to be ovulating that time that I had sex. And I typically don't ovulate because I don't get regular cycles. So that's why I was able to get pregnant with Gio. So... I had to say, I feel like any woman that may want to have a child that has PCOS, they may need to try that. Take take a plan B and track those symptoms that can happen whenever you're ovulating. Because, you know, now you're ovulating, you're very slimy down there. You know, you know what I mean? Because, mm. you know, you're just getting lubricated more to prepare your body to receive sperm, mm-hmm. you know, and to get an egg fertilized. So, yeah, but that's really what happened. Because I, I had never taken a plan B prior to that, never took one after that. But that moment right there, that, that's, that's yeah. really what happened. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. that That's definitely possible to happen. You learn something new every day. That's crazy. Yeah. But we're glad that Gio's here. Me too. I got you too. <laughs> but, like, with the PCOS situation, it's just, like, my issue was always the doctor conversation of, like, you need to lose weight. Yeah, so this the first thing they do... So, it's just like, now we have women that are on TikTok, which that's why I really do like I TikTok. Them. I really like YouTube and stuff like that. Because we have women that actually be like, okay, they're wrong. Just because you have a doctor's degree doesn't mean you're always right. Yeah. 
So and plus you're you're not dealing with specialists. You're dealing with somebody like a prime primary care physician that might know or an endocrinologist that might know something, but not to know PCOS specialists. So now you're dealing with women who are on TikTok and stuff like that, actually giving you like good tips and the good tips that I've found that I think is really good is exercising. Now when you exercise Instead of, I had a problem with, I'm always thinking, like, I have to run yeah, real fast. I think it's bad to do cardio because it raises your cortisol levels. Yeah, like, running, yeah, like, running is, like, a no-go. Taking walks is fine, but, like, running is a hell no. Um, doing anything high-tense, hit workouts is a hell no. Like, anything low-intense or something like that, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a cousin though. Her name is Melinda by her label. She actually lifts, and that's good for her PCOS. It is good. I heard that was really good. Yeah, which is great for me because I hate running anyway. So I was just like, okay, I rather li-. now it kind of makes sense why why when I took the metformin why I fell off so fast because I was holding in marching band I was holding large instruments the whole mm-hmm. time and I was doing like strenuous things, but it's not to the point that I was like my cortisone levels will be high. Right. So now I understand, okay, that's why I was losing so much weight mm-hmm. at the time. Um, also, eating. Like, a lot of people be like, be dairy-free, gluten-free. I try that. That doesn't necessarily work for me because I just don't have the mindset to do that. A lot of protein-packed stuff. Yeah, but um, 30 grams of protein in the morning. You still be rocking the Jimmy Deans? I make I make my own. So let me tell y'all. So Jimmy Dean has these little um, skillet meals, and this is like the egg white version, and it contains um, ground turkey, kale, and sweet potatoes, and then you pretty much add either eggs or egg white, and then there's cheese that comes in it too. It comes like a little packet. I used to buy it, but let me tell y'all. Us, I hate to give y'all the real measurements, you know. I'm not metrically inclined. Mm. I don't even think metrically is a word. But, <laughs> but like, it was like this tall, this wide, six ninety ninety eight, Crazy as hell. So I was like, you know what, I could just make it my, on my own. So I just buy the ground turkey. I buy, um, sometimes I buy the yams and I cut corners. But most of the time, I'll just buy the sweet potatoes. I'll boil them, skin them, all that. And then I get the cheese. And the kale and all that, and you know, and the eggs or egg whites, mm-hmm. and I make it myself. And honestly, that'll stretch me out for like a good week. And when I tell y'all, that boosts my energy levels up because let me tell y'all, I really thought I had diabetes at one point because every time I ate, I would get so sleepy. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's kind of a sign that like your blood sugars have spiked and you just get like really, really tired or whatever. So after I started doing that and I incorporated like my vitamin D and magnesium and of course like my multivitamins into um, my routine, like I just feel like full of energy. Yeah. So yeah, definitely gotta find what works for you, especially for the diet. Because what people also don't realize is that PCOS isn't just a reproductive issue. It's a metabolic issue and that's what makes it worse for you, you know what I'm saying? Because you're always tired and stuff. Yeah, so, I, and I started noticing, like, I couldn't eat certain things. Like, a bitch couldn't even eat a rice crispy tree while I found out. Like, it was getting intense. So, I was like, okay, so, obviously, I need to do something a little bit different. So, I just lean more into, like, doing protein. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a big breakfast eater, so if I want to get my 30 grams of protein, I'll drink, like, a shake or something like mm, that. That's so much easier to do. And then, like during out the day like i'll just try to eat something like that is fortunate and that's good for me and stuff like that 
but I have a horrible time trying to eat and stuff like that. But I try to do the best that I can and stuff like that. Like you really be on it. Like I wish I could be as dedicated as you because it's hard, especially if you want to go the holistic route and you don't want to take all these meds or whatever. Like it's hard to keep up with that spearmint tea. I take fiber too. I take it for my PCOS, but I also take it for other reasons because I'm on medication. I'm on antidepressants that cause me to be a little irregular. I know what I mean. I don't want to say the C word. Mm. It's a little harsh to say. But, yeah. A lot. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's too much to say. Really, I don't want y'all to be known with my poop looking like for real. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So like, don't don't feel like you know my PCO is just like going to pretty much terrorize my body. Like, think in this sense as that I need to dial down on what makes me different from everybody else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just figure that out. It's hard to figure it out, but through time on going on TikTok or something like that, uh, figuring out a routine that's best for you. PCOS is really a, a situation that makes you have a routine. You don't have much of a choice or your day will be awful. Yeah, like, if I don't, if I don't wake up and do the protein and if I don't wake up and do like something move around and stuff like that I'm going to be in the bed like I'm going to be in the bed very sluggish very sluggish I'm not trying to do anything or whatever and I just gotta I gotta stay on it now the one thing I do I do, I do want to be candid about this like the one thing like with you having a kid and stuff like that I ain't gonna lie in the back of my head I was kind of glad that like they was like you know you're gonna have a harder chance you know saying like you know i guess in a, like a stud situation or like a gay situation i was like i ain't wanna i ain't wanna pop out no cherry no way yeah but for a woman who actually does want to pop out children i think it's best for you to like find a routine stuff like that and it's a lot of people a lot of people uh who teach you how to work out properly who teach you how to eat properly and that is just through videos yeah i actually and to be real the advice that i got for pcos wasn't even from a woman it was from a man it's a guy he's a white guy he has a large beard red hair yeah mm -hmm. yes i love him like he keeps it so real and i don't think he has like a hidden agenda but you know some people i feel like they try to throw so many supplements at you because you know they get paid for that, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you know, they endorse those type of things. But I feel like he's so real because I don't even think he really recommends specific stuff. It's just like, hey, spirit tea this or whatever type of stuff, you know, that he recommends. It's never like, get this specific brand. It's down here in my link for TikTok. Like, no, he just tells you what to buy and, you know, he lets you pick the brand. So, yeah, he doesn't have a hidden agenda. So, I definitely like him a lot. And I have this one IG, it's called PCOS Baddies, and this is one girl, she's so beautiful, works out, skin is clean. Like, it's good to see people that look normal with PCOS, I'm just like, that could easily be me. Yeah. I watch, um, uh, Callie, I think her name is, Callie Eats or something like that. She does all the food stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Sisterhood, she does all, but it's spelled like sis. Like oh wow they really thought long and hard about it yeah she was like well hey sisters and stuff like that's cute um she does workouts her husband is very dedicated uh to her and stuff like that so he figured out the workout she figured out the food and they just do it together she does have a course 
if you want the real details, which I never was shaded by her because, like, in reality, she was doing that before PCOS was, like, a, a real thing mm-hmm. in, in people's brains. So I was like, okay, she fine. Um, but I, I watched that. But let's talk about some supplements. So supplements-wise, for me, spearmint tea, but I actually do the TikTok um, hormone balancer tea. See, you got all that. Yeah, it was like, it was on sale, and honestly, it works. I would say it worked. Now, it's got loose leaves in it. It has that, raspberry something, needle, nettle, or something like that. It's like very holistic, but, and you put it in like, it is. And then you put it in like a bag or something like that, or wherever you want to put in the loose things, and then you pretty much steam it, and then you drink it twice a day. Yeah, I got ADHD. It's very hard for me to keep up with a bare minimum routine. That's why the PC was with my ass. But yeah, that's like, but I be drinking that in the morning and I try to drink that at night and stuff like that. And it's kind of good because like the spearmint covers all the other stuff. You think it tastes like shit, but it really doesn't. Yeah, that spearmint will over, overpower all that. But when sure. I did the spearmint, it started growing my size back. So I was just like, okay. Do you not struggle with acid reflux? That's actually kind of why I discontinued the spearmint because whenever I started making it a habit to drink it every day, twice a day, mm-hmm. girl, my chest was a burden. I don't deal with acid reflux in the sense of like my chest just randomly start burning. I deal with acid reflux if I eat something that I know I'm supposed to be eating in the middle of the night. I start. Because you lay it down and, you know, it yeah, starts like, to reflux. I can't have cookout. I really can't have Taco Bell at night. Like, there's like stuff. Well, I know they got little, little, little acidy. Yeah, very acidic. Anything tomato-based, any spices. Yeah, like Olive Garden, hell yeah, nah. Olive Garden, oh yeah. I think garlic might sauce. do it. Red sauce. But if mm-hmm. I have white sauce, I'm fine. Oh yeah, for sure. So Not as acidic. But yeah, I can't have that. I always have the tongs on me. Got the tongs over there in the bed. Oh, y'all, um, y'all can't see, but she literally has, like, a medicine cabinet on a shelf down mm-hmm. there. Like, all her supplements right there. I be going to steal some. I don't want to be roguish. Sure. I even have, like, liver support. Like, liver detox and stuff like that. Like, I need that. I actually do be having some detoxes. I will say that's a part of my routine besides the spearmint. I have some detox tea Um, if I know that I'm going to be eating like shit. Or if I'm just have ate like shit. Mm-hmm. Ate like shit. Recently, I'll detox for like um, a week, then I'll take off from it, and then depending on how my water retention is looking, I'll chill on it. Because I'll do the detox, and I'll also do the fiber, and I'll make sure I'll eat clean, and that'll help me with like the water retention and constipation too. But let, let's just air it out. Yeah, and magnesium helps with that. With constipation? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. I just thought that... You take um, magnesium? With vitamin D. Okay, magnesium. It's like guard with this magnesium with a G. There's another word mm. starts with a G, and then they have magnesium citrate or something like that. Yeah, citrate. Citrate. I think the one with citrate helps you with that issue. Yeah. Because I had a friend who came over and she fell on the floor talking about my stomach. Said, she fell on the floor, like literally. Like her, she was she was done. Uh, we gave her two of the magnesium and shot it was great. It's so crazy how you could be walking around here thinking you dying, thinking you got like diverticulitis, and the whole time it'll be one little supplement that you can take a day. Like the fact that vitamin D3 can help with like bone support, yeah. how it can also help with seasonal depression. Yeah. 
and like people that have like joints that ache during the winter people don't even know this but if your joints ache or your muscles ache or whatever during um the cold weather that is too that is because of my vitamin d your bio is vitamin d yeah. now also like a big thing with pcos and then people think like i don't want to be lazy and stuff like that but prioritizing your sleep is key what? That also lowers the cortisol levels. I feel like that's really like the main issue with PCOS. Making sure that your cortisol levels are like, Both you know, stress. literally stress. Yeah, like when I, when I say like, and I, that's why I love my girlfriend so much. Because she's so adamant. Shout out to Mary. Yeah, shout out to her. She's so adamant about sleeping on a schedule. And it's being on time. They're going to sleep right now. Yeah, she's sleep right now. <laughs> she, she on Golden Girl hours. But, like, yeah, she's so adamant to the point that, like, I just train my body to go to sleep at 1030 every night. And she's like, oh, we need to be in the bed by this time. I was like, okay. Like, I'll be trying to play the game. She's like, we need to go to bed. Damn, I need to do the same. I will say since I started my ADHD meds, I fall asleep. Um quicker mm-hmm. but i, I want to say i really be in the bed like laying down around like 10 30 11 now if dante call me it i may say up later but i tell him too how much like my sleep means so like i would say maybe twice out of the week you know what i'm saying we'll stay up a little bit later but most of the time i'm like sorry baby i'm gonna go to sleep he, he cool with it because he know i need my rest yeah or i'm about to be acting like the whole her her her, her. so like to review everything so on your side i still gotta talk about stories yeah uh so review for me the thing that we have learned so far is you know spearmint tea is good for hair um also it's good for you know hair that you get on your chin which is something i struggle with Look like miss pearly i know yeah. i do I got, I got hair underneath my chin right now y'all i'm not gonna play it'd be crazy yeah. i got a little covered up <laughs> and then also repair <laughs> loss as well um magnesium is good um Let's see here. If you need a little liver detox, liver detox is good as well. Apple cinnamon, uh, I know apple cider vinegar is good. If to, yeah, just kind of start your day if you want to. I'm not really big on it. I do the gummies and stuff like that because that's just not my thing. Also, taking instead of taking metformin, taking I think it's called install. Yeah. Yeah, install, and you can take it through a thing called Theralogic, and they have these like small packets, or you get the mm-hmm. big jug or whatever, and drinking that, I think once a day or twice a day, I believe, should help you regulate yourself. Or I just found a gummy version that helps you with that too, because I just can't do powders, nor can I do pills like I suck at. Can't um, do powder neither. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what else? And like, don't automatically think that your doctor knows because everybody's body is different, and that's just a discovery for everybody. So, if you do find something on TikTok that mm-hmm. helps you out, go with that. I also want to say too, um, because I pay attention to a lot of stuff. I remember whenever I would get my blood drawn at the doctor, I remember they sent like a little, like a little note. For like it's like the lab or whatever to do you know the blood test and 
they actually don't test for a lot of things that you think they would so they really wouldn't know what you're dealing with that's why it's so important whenever you go to the doctor you have to advocate for yourself that's why i say health literacy is so important but that's gonna be for another podcast also but yeah um definitely have to advocate for yourself and you need to be very thorough when explaining what kind of symptoms you're i guess experiencing if you feel like you do have pcos or this goes for any disease that you could possibly have or any type of chronic illness that you may be dealing with yeah even if you don't want to deal with a huge doctor bill you can always do alternative things like you can go online and get you the testing kits for your hormones or where you got allergies or anything uh, and mm-hmm. pretty much if you're okay with clicking your your fingering in blood and then putting in test tubes and sending it off and you're fine with that do that and then get your results and then, that's available wow yeah, and they'll they'll explain to you because i hate going to a doctor for a huge ass bill and somebody just sitting here mm, i think you need to go to this specialist and it's like six months and all this stuff when i can just get those results within six weeks i love the route that healthcare is going mm-hmm. I really do because I think they're looking at it from a standpoint of they don't want us to have hefty doctor bills. So they're trying to find as many routes as they can where we can pretty much do, you know, just be self-sufficient when it comes to our health. I think in a sense, I think there's individual doctors now are just like kind of fed up with people getting the lack of care for real. Mm-hmm. And they're just going out their own way to do so. Actually, another thing, you know, this is really not about PCOS. Um... You know, I have, like, you know, my bachelor is in, like, health services. And one thing I learned when I was getting a degree was that we're going from a health system that was for acute care and now we're to preventative care. Mm-hmm. So they want you to do your screenings, you know what I'm saying, go to your annuals, pretty much do everything to stay proactive and on top of your health versus waiting forever, looking crazy, and then stay in the hospital back and forth. It accumulated a big ass bill. So it, it really is about money, honestly. Mm-hmm. But it's still beneficial to us because they want us to be provided about our health right. and to prevent us from, you know, being sickly. That's right. So, what about your story? Like, I'm going to be honest, y'all. My story is not as complex as hers. Honestly, I'll say this. I got diagnosed in 2018. And even then, it was still one of those soft type of diagnoses. Like, hey, you have this, but they just kind of brush it off. Like, you're just losing weight. And mind you, when I got diagnosed, I was actually pregnant. Didn't even know it. I just remember, you know, I already wasn't getting periods. Like, I could go, like, four or five months without, like, a period. But I remember, like, I was gaining weight. And it was uh, it was honestly a nurse practitioner that was at my um gynecologist she was like you just need to lose some weight you'll be all right fast forward had a baby but you know right but i actually didn't even um i didn't really care about the pc much you know because i was still young you know what i'm saying i had a figure that i like you know what i'm saying i really didn't have no ass i really didn't have a lot of lower body you know meat i just had boobs you know, I didn't notice that I had broad shoulders, but I just thought, you know, I had played a little sports, and I'm part linebacker. That's all I was thinking. But then, you know, once I had a kid and my body did a whole ass 180, I will never forget, like, it was back in maybe, like, 2020. I remember, like, getting to, like, 279, and I remember, like, my belly hung very, very low. I remember like just walking around huffing and puffing and I was like what is going on with me and you know I was already on birth control and I was like maybe it's the birth control doing it which is like number one 
here takes the birth control. Yes, because that's what they did. Like, as soon as I had Jill, and I feel like they gave me the birth control, honestly, because I had, I didn't know I was pregnant type of story. So, they were like, you need to be on birth control so this doesn't even happen because mm. that was a very crazy story, y'all. Yeah, I know they ain't gonna put me on that because why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why? Literally, why? Yeah. But fast forward you know what i'm saying i'm still struggling with it but i'm just going through the emotions you know what i'm saying i'm young really not caring about my health but i'll never forget um in 2022 i lost like 40 pounds in like three months and i'm like why did this happen i was happy about it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i was eating healthy i was getting a period every month but i had no idea why it was happening and I'm not gonna lie, I was dating somebody at the time, and I was told that if you date somebody that's like a serial cheater, because he was a serial cheater, he was a narcissist, you know, about that man. And I was like, you know, maybe I'm getting my cycle because maybe he's having sex with his big mother, and you know, he's sticking his dick in both of us, and maybe like our peers are in sync or whatever. But I was sitting here thinking, y'all, literally like last week, this is when I ended up like telling the show, like, hey, bro, I just found like some groundbreaking. Tyrese. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. I was realized, so I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, I was getting my period around this time. I lost a whole bunch of weight. Now, my PCOS symptoms are now being controlled a little bit more. I don't even take the spearmint tea anymore. But I promise you, whenever he moved to Lawrenceville, and I didn't see him for like maybe like three weeks because like it was just a lot going on, just starting a new job, you know, so he had like going on. The symptoms came back. I remember it was like Halloween. I took a picture with one of my cousins, and here I go with the round face. I felt like I had two spare tires as a stomach. Um, the water, the water retention, and that's when I started back doing the spearmint tea, the detox, and all that. And it helped for a good little minute, but then after a while, I ran out, and I was like, I don't, I don't feel like behind this right now. It so was- the question is, how much sex do you need to have? So your symptoms regular. Lord, I hope Dante don't watch this. But whenever me and what's the name was getting a popping back in twenty twenty two, I saw him about four times a week. So I mean, I was saying we was doing it like maybe three to five times a week. Mm. Now with Dante, because he lives so not he only lives so far away, but I mean I literally see him like once a week, maybe once every two weeks. We probably getting in I don't know, I would say maybe like five to eight times a month mm-hmm. and I, and that's probably why the weight isn't falling off as fast as it did in 2022 like i'm pretty much maintained like i think i was pushing like 265 maybe like two three months ago and now i'm down to 252 mm. and, and and i actually like the side like i mean like you know i still do have some unwanted you know fat in places like you know i have bad back fat i know people with like high cortisol levels PCOS, Cushing syndrome, they, you know, pack back fat. Um, but my stomach, like, I don't have any crazy water retention. Like, I like how I look when I'm naked. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's because I don't have the water retention anymore. I don't have the bloating or I don't have, like, the crazy digestive issues and metabolic issues that I had before. So I will say, yeah. Um, also, I'll say this, too. I am on birth control. And it just dawned on me that... Um, for people with PCOS, birth control does a reverse effect. It's supposed to give you a cycle. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that lack of estrogen or whatever that I don't have, I'm being supplied with it for the birth control. Because I have Lyletta. It's an IUD. And it just releases, um, I think it's progesterone and estrogen. I don't know how many times a month, but it does it. 
And so that in combination with sex and also y'all I'm on Wellbutrin. It's an antidepressant. I use it for ADHD but I feel like that's lowered my stress levels which helps with my cortisol levels. So all of that is what pretty much keeps my PCOS symptoms from like flaring up. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the common data is the common denominator is sex when it comes to obviously like you know having that natural remedy but um ultimately like you need to keep your cortisol levels lower if you want like to not have those PCOS symptoms and if you're wondering if because she's having straight sex I'm having gay sex so would that work for me per se I think it can because it has to do with you and what hormones you're releasing. Now, I feel like you should still be able to get that same orgasm. Hell, probably more mm -hmm. with a girl because, you know, y'all know what to do to her because y'all have the same body parts. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, I'll say, like, you know, you're still releasing those same hormones. And it's still going to lower your cortisol levels because stress itself lowers cortisol levels. So, I think you should still be able to get that same effect. It's like, I feel like now... Like, since you said it, like, I've been trying to figure out if that's actually does work for me. But I do see myself in the morning time. My body is actually more slim. Mm -hmm. Because in the morning time, sometimes my body be looking a little crazy. But now it looks a little bit more like I didn't eat, like, two plates of macaroni. Because you're in a healthy relationship and you're getting a pathing. And it's not stressful. Yeah, shoot, like, I would say this, yeah, especially, like, like I said, because I take the meds now, I'm not as stressed, so I feel like that definitely plays a part. So how does your man support you, other than having sexual relations? And what's a good advice for the girlies? I would say, be transparent with your man about how you feel about your body, because that's why, oh, I want to say I love Dante, but who? But whenever I tell him, like, what I... Um, insecure about he will literally like touch that place mm -hmm. and kiss on it and caress it like it's just like the best thing like you know I tell him oh my god I hate my stomach he'll always like caress it and be like you look beautiful and all this and that because like before I got with him I don't think I felt comfortable like being naked around someone I was mm -hmm. definitely like a sex in the dark type of girl mm -hmm. but now with him I'm riding it in reverse cowgirl okay. light light song like is this bright? Okay, I'm lying. I'm really exaggerating, this but it do be. This but, is a porn studio. It low key, <laughs> but not for real for though. Oh yeah, I was saying also, um, be transparent about your reproductive health. Like if you feel like you can't get that wet, um, ask him if he's cool with lube. Now I don't, I don't have that issue, especially because I take Wellbutrin, and I do feel like that gives my gives my sex drive a big boost i'm definitely a little bit you know what yeah. but yeah like if you struggle with um like being lubricated or if certain positions hurt you you know what i'm saying please communicate that to your man mm -hmm. because you know what i'm saying whenever you're not enjoying it and you're not saying anything that's actually going to make you dry too mm -hmm. because that used to happen to me sometimes you know what I'm saying? if i was getting getting it popping and it didn't feel good for whatever reason um I wouldn't say nothing, and it'll start feeling a little crazy. Yeah, and and besides sex, like if mood swings, because PCOS, like your mood does go up and down, mm -hmm. and it, it does be times that I, you know, I just go blank, like I'm sitting there, and so it it gets to the point that your partner be like, did I do something or I was like, no, it just also causes brain fog. 
Yeah, or like, yeah, brain fog is like a huge thing because I just sat there and just be like, okay, I knew what we was talking about and then you asked me what, oh, can we talk about it again? And I'd be like, I don't even know what we was talking about, to be honest. It seems crazy that I have ADHD, so that's why I say too, I'm like, anybody that feel like they have mental health issues, please handle it holistically. Mm -hmm. Like, before you go to meds, Please do some therapy or maybe even try to heal your gut health because apparently if you get your gut health together and regulate it, yes, it'll help your serotonin levels, which regulates your mood. That's why a lot of people that have um, like mood swings or maybe depression, they probably have like really bad gut health. So like I would recommend to like probiotics, prebiotics, yeah, all that because like I promise you it's so many indirect correlations between like one disease and another like I don't think people realize that the mind and body really is one mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like a lot of physical ailments can really like correlate with mental health ailments like they literally all go together for sure but I promise you I do want to be a holistic baddie I know at some point I will end up incorporating all of those things that she does back into my routine um you know what there's also this website that I saw. I don't want to talk about too much. But this is a website I saw where you can literally put all your PCOS symptoms that you have. Mm-hmm. And they will, like, curate, like, some supplements for you to take. And it's, like, an all-in-one type of thing. Um, and we can website? I gotta find it. <laughs> so, we can put it in the link whenever we get the podcast over. But, yeah. But other than that, y'all, um, yeah, I would say handle it holistically, but if you are a busy woman like myself, um, you could definitely go the route with getting it in, having sexual intercourse. That's holistically um, to me. Yeah, it's pretty holistic. Yeah, yeah, You know, doing that, um, if you feel like you need to get on some type of medicine to help, you know, like birth control, that works too. You know, yeah. just, just no do what works for that, you. Yeah, yeah, no shame yeah, for sure, for sure. Because honestly, it all works good for me. Mm-hmm. But it's because, you know what I'm saying, I still do try to eat healthy, you know what I'm saying? And I still, you know, just try to live like a good lifestyle. So, yeah. I don't abuse the medicine in any type of way. Yeah, so, try your best, forget the rest, and just don't overwhelm yourself with this because this is something that's currently and forever will be a learning curve for everybody Mm -hmm. and you just gotta do what's right for you what might work for me might not work for her and vice versa and Mm -hmm. might not work for you so we're all trying together as pcos sisters pcos baddies so well thank you so much for watching wildlife got me up the podcast Uh, make sure that you listen to us on spotify apple Podcasts. And also watch us on YouTube and subscribe right now. And if you have any comments, like right now. yeah, uh, comment down below um, if you want to join a conversation about PCOS. And if you want us to do a part two, let us know as well. Asia's always here. I'm always here. Mm-hmm. And we just have a good conversation. And even if you want to be on the podcast, let us know. Now, if you live far, far away, I'm not sure if we can we do We got to do the Zoom Zoom. But we do a little voice, we do a little voice message. We'll <laughs> the situation. Oh, uh, you can write in. We'll read your message, or of course we could do Zoom and get you in as well, because it's an open space for everybody. So, Asia, you got anything else that you want to say? No, I'm good. And we're gonna do more videos with Asia as well. She is our health baddie. Yes, the health baddie. So, any health related questions? I am your girl. She is down for. Her. <laughs> All right, Asia. Thank you so much for joining this episode. It was a pleasure, girl. Seriously. For sure, for sure. This is a really good episode. 
So, thank y'all so much for watching while I've got me at the pockets. Remember, don't let anyone have you effed up. Alright. Stay Deucy. blessed. He's so okay, I love the that. best. I love it. The best. The best. Shoot him in the chest. The I'm best. Don't get so stressed. Crazy. The best. Oh, my cords are on levels getting up. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs>